Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. Probably the easiest thing I've ever done. The medication comes in the mail and it's very easy to use. I've been able to live my normal lifestyle and I've lost 20 pounds already and I've never felt better. It changed my life. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. No. All right, let's do this thing. <laughs> Broke the internet. Katie, what? What did you say? Loafer broke the internet. Loafer broke the internet with what? Hey, people want the Live in La Vida Loafer shirts. Dude. Is it even funnier if we just leave it horribly photoshopped, like the way I did it? <laughs> or should we try to professionally? I have a boy that does Photoshop that could actually make my face look like it really fits there. No. No, no, no. Wait, first of all, don't ruin the je ne sais quoi that you have created with that terrible Photoshop. <laughs> I mean, it's awful, Lofa. Like, we, I mean, we got interns over here now, man. Like, we could get that Photoshop done for you correctly, but no, you just barrel the head, put it out there online, and the homemadeness of it is what people are connecting with. So there's no changing it now. Yeah, Lofi Martin. <laughs> Gonna be dropping soon in the merch store. <laughs> Upside, inside out. You live in La Vida Lofa. <laughs> he will wear down your offense. <laughs> oh Making it into a football song? Yeah, like the Super Bowl shuffle, oh, right? Oh, man. Like, come on, we if got... we didn't have such a great song, I'd say let's redo it with that. Dude, we got uh, smart listeners out there who can take Ricky Martin's song. I mean, you could just search for the Live in La Vida live in la vida loca karaoke version and then put in whatever lyrics about lofa you guys want and then record it and then send it back to us you you they could do that <laughs> miami everybody get up we're living la vida loca i can see it right now how many now, cups dude. of coffee did you have <laughs> Come on, we should do it. We get you opening clubs, playing a cover. Come on, man. Look, this Seahawks team is headed places, and they're going to need a theme song. That's true, and maybe even a, a team nickname, the Young and the Rustless. <laughs> That's the team nickname right now. Start the theme song. <laughs> If you want the run uncut, yeah. unapologetic on the job, yeah. and no politics in this club, just dirt from the streets and the creeks in the mud. Best podcast for the Seahawks, number one sports talk, yeah, we got it on live. Every episode, 12 hot takes, and we rapping for Seattle, my place. 
It's the Take 12 Podcast. You gotta love a horn section. And that drum fill right off the top. I mean, not since Phil Collins. (laughs) Oh, Phil Collins. (laughs) B-Boy Fidget rocking our theme song. Find him on Spotify because he's an actual musical artist that does a lot more things than just our podcast theme song. Doing big things up there in Seattle, B-Boy Fidget. Shout out. Check him out, everybody. Also, uh, the podcast schedule a little bit off this week because of the Monday game. So our release schedule is a little different than it will be normally. A little programming note for everybody out there. Welcome to the show. I'm lifelong Seahawk fan Brett Davern. He's Seahawk legend Lofa Tatupu. And on today's episode, we preview the Niners. We talk more about our Germany trip. We talk about our fantasy football teams. There's multiples of them. We talk about the shirt that broke the internet and the next shirt that will break the internet, the Livin' La Vida Lofa shirt. <laughs> um, and also, uh, what else? Oh, some predictions for what will happen this weekend, especially the scores um, and the contest that you guys can enter online in order to win gift cards from our friends at Simply Seattle. But Lofa... Let's just talk about the Niners, man. The Broncos were last week. That game is over. It's in the books. We're 1-0. We're all feeling good. Will we stay 2-0, and and how can we do so? This is a tough game, you know? And, I mean, I think because of the emotions yeah. that were, you know, flowing last week, mm-hmm. you know, it was a big win. And, you know, I really want to see how – and it's a short week. I know it's only a day, but Monday night now. So that's a day extra of preparation that the Niners have on us. And I just want to see how the team's going to respond because this will be a great test in the division on the road to kind of see what we're going to be. Like, was it, was it just one big game we got up for? Right. And then now, you know, we, you know, have a lull as we have in the past. So I'm sure Pete's message to the squad is, you know, Hey, we haven't done anything yet. That's, that's what he used to tell us all the time back in college, you know, after Mm. a big game, he used to say, we haven't done shit yet. And I used to appreciate that was my favorite speech for Pete was that he was real with us. And he was like, hey, great win, boys, but we haven't done shit yet. And then as the season goes, when we hit a streak of like eight or nine games or do something special, that's when he, you know, gives a little credit to to the boys. Can you win the Super Bowl in the first quarter of the season, Lofa? No, you cannot. Can you win the Super Bowl in the second quarter of the season? (laughs) Not possible. Can you win the Super Bowl in the third quarter of the season? Hell no. Can you win the Super Bowl in the fourth quarter of the season? Fuck yeah. Yeah! <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, let's just, hey, to borrow a line from our old quarterback, or I'm not sure who came up with it, but he used it a lot. Let's just go 1-0 and every week. You know, let's just keep it simple, stupid. Let's get back to that. You know, don't make the season too big. Just focus Mm -hmm. on each week. And you're right, man. I mean, big test coming up this week. Uh, The Niners have a great defense. They really do. And uh, they they did really well against the run, albeit... um, in the rain in Chicago, the Niners took on the Bears. I don't know if any of you guys out there were watching the game, but it was like a monsoon in Chicago, like standing water puddles. You guys are sliding around out there. So, you know, the Niners lost, but how much did we really get to see? I didn't see it. So I saw the stat line. Yeah. And if you just go off the stats, you would have swore the Niners kicked their ass. <laughs> right. Um, I mean, it, yeah, it was like an outgained them. I think, you know, two to one mm-hmm. in terms of yards. 
Um, there was just a, almost every stat was in their favor other than turnovers and penalties. Yeah. And those were two big reasons we won last week. We kept the penalties low, which I love to see. And, um, you know, Broncos had a ton. And so I think Niners had 10 or 11 penalties and that, that adds up, man. And yeah. Not, well, they had 12, the Niners Ooh, had 12 penalties in the game. Uh, and it, the stats on Lofa, what Lofa was talking about in terms of yardage, San Francisco led in passing yards, 155 to 105. The Chicago only threw for 105 in the game. Um, and then rushing yards, San Francisco had 176, so they can run the rock and yeah. Chicago only had 99. So yeah, they beat them in both categories. Um, but uh, and also in time of possession, they they had 33 minutes to Chicago's 26. So uh, they they kind of you know they dominated, but they only scored 10 points and Chicago scored 19. So it ends up as a loss. Um, but Trey they Lance scored the first 10 points, right? And so that that should be noted. Mm. You know, two things we should look for: penalties. Do they continue to add up on their side? Mm-hmm. And then do if they get a lead, can they sustain it? Because they went they uh, 1900 answered points, you know, to end the game. That That's a tough way to lose, man. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, for sure. And look, Niners are going to be fired up. Not like guys wouldn't ever be fired up. Everybody's fired up in the NFL, but you know, home opener, Trey Lance, yep. you know, new, new quarterback, new face of the franchise, Jimmy G's on the sideline. They're going to want to play well. Um, do you expect that they're going to put up more than 10 points? I hope not. You know, I'm well, hoping, right. you know, our defense, you know, uh, plays just like it did last uh, last week. You know, gave up a lot of yards, but didn't give up a lot of points. And that's mm-hmm. that's really what it comes down to. We were great in the red zone. First time I think Russ has ever been 0-5 against a, an, a defense in the red zone. So um, bend but don't break, even though it was really close to breaking <laughs> several times. <laughs> Yeah, I, the thing that has <laughs> the thing that has me scared in this game is their running game, um, yeah. from from our standpoint because you know we gave up a lot of yards in the running mm-hmm. game to Denver. Uh, I think they were five yards a carry for the game, no matter who was touching the ball. And like we were saying, I mean, the Niners can run it. So I mean, you got Debo; they hand him the ball all the time. Elijah mm-hmm. Mitchell went out with an injury, so I think you know he's going to be out for this game. But Jeff Wilson was their leading rusher last season. So he steps in and he's quick. He can take it the distance. And then, of course, Trey Lance. I mean, running is part of what he does, those quarterback draws and things like that. So, I mean, I'm a little concerned about our run defense and the yardage we gave up last week. And, and you know, Russ, Russ only had, I think, one design run and it only went for like one yard. But Trey is a little bit more fleet of foot than Russ is these days. And so I'm nervous, man. Yeah, me too, partner. I mean, I know usually I bring the fucking silver lining, but I'm trying to find one right now. It's uh, average five. I really think the only reason we we didn't give up a ton of yards last week was because they didn't run the ball. They they were, you know, trying to air it out Mm -hmm. uh, with 40, 42 attempts, something like that. And so um, that's something we're going to have to, you know, shore up, you know, because – Five five and uh, a carry is, is way too much. And yeah, I you know, I know Elijah's out, but like you said, Wilson, he's a burner. He can fly. Yeah. And then you don't want Debo Samuels getting the ball any more than he has to. Yeah. And so that's gotta be probably one of their they're gonna put him in the backfield, give him a couple carries. I mean, I think he had a rushing touchdown last week. So mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's something we have to be worried about. Cody Barton, Jordan Brooks, I mean, sideline to sideline, especially when they hand it to Debo on those end around kind of plays, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, Trey Lance. I mean, it was raining last week, so he only completed 13 of 28 for the 164. 
But they only threw the ball the 28 times. Now, it was in the rain. But yeah. I, with Trey Lance being, you know, in his second real start or, like, you know, the home opener and all that, like, they're they're not going to be airing it out. They're going to be running it a lot. And we just really have to be ready for it. That's got to be what practice is all about this week is stopping the run. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's the way you help a young quarterback, you know, um, is just – running the ball and, you know, maybe getting him out of the pocket. So the reads are easy. He's not worried about the rush getting to him. So, yeah, I got, I anticipate they're going to have at least 25 to 30 carries um, in this game. Right. Yeah. Uh, let's flip it over to the Seahawks side of the ball, though. What do you think our offense is going to do after what we saw them do against Denver? Because San Francisco has a good defense, but we – have a pretty good offense from what we saw last week. And I think we can run the ball. Rashad, um, like we said, you know, he broke a couple of those that even got called back. And he we got to have a big day on the ground to open things up for Geno. And I hope we take some deep shots in this game also, by the way. I want to see DK not not just catching balls, you know, by the line of scrimmage. Let's send him down the field a little bit. Uh, but what are, you, what are you looking for, Lofa, in this game from our offense? Yeah, can we get the push up front? Can we, you know, and are we going to commit? I think we, what do we have, 18 or 20 carries? It was a pretty balanced attack, you know, um, pretty evenly split in terms of running passes. Um, I think Gino had, what, 25 or 26, only a couple more plays tilted to the pass game. But, you know, we have to, and I don't want, I know we were talking with Turbo, I don't want to see a pitch count for Penny. You know, this mm. is his year. He's hungry. I know he hasn't stayed healthy, you know, uh, for the majority of his career while he's out here. But, you know, my man wants to get paid. So you're going to have to get at least, you know, 18 to 20 carries per game to uh, to really help out this offense. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I feed him. You know, I mean, he's the guy now. He's your number one back. You know, we do better when we don't throw the ball that much. We do better when we establish a run game. It's how Pete Carroll wants to play the game. It's what everything's based around. So stick with it, you know? Like, how many many carries were we calling for at the end of last year for Penny, right? And then they started giving him all those carries. And look look at the the production in those last few games. That's what we got to do this whole season, I think, not just in this game. Yeah. Also, you know, adjustments, beautiful mm-hmm. first half by Waldron and the boys, you yeah. know, you know, called an amazing game. And then um, second half, I don't know whether it's calls or the execution on the field, but, you know, just got to help the defense out. They really they, they bailed us out there in the second half. Um, if you really look at the stats. Yeah. Rashad Penny, uh, during the Denver game, 12 carries, 60 yards for the average of five, which is awesome, but only the 12 carries and then two catches. So he only touched the ball, uh, what is that, 14 times. He's got to touch it over 20, right? And then, but how many carries? Like, give me a number. How many carries do you want to see? I need to see at least 15. It feels like every time he got to, like, I mean, he averaged a great, five, six yards every time. But when he got up to like the volume carries, mm-hmm. especially in the, the last quarter of the season, man, 150 yards, 180 yards that the team's rushing for. Um, and it just, it, it makes it so much easier on the quarterback. And uh, because they got, they got a serious, you know, pass rush attack with Armstead and Bosa, you know, coming off the edge. Yeah. Uh, I, I want to see DJ Dallas get some carries too. I think we play yeah. really well when two backs get going. And I think the combo of Penny and Dallas is a good combo. We've seen it work plenty of times before. And DJ was hungry in the preseason. I want to see him get some carries. He had no carries in the first game. I want to see him get at least four or five. 
Why not? Yeah, because he's great out of the backfield, right. too. So, I mean, when he's in there, mm-hmm. you know, he doesn't have to just be third down, but you put him in there right. first and second down, you don't know if he's in there to pick up the blitz or, yeah. or, you know, go out on a route, you know, and he can carry the ball. So, yeah, I mean, he looked great in the preseason. I know everybody's like, oh, well, it's the preseason, but, hey, man, I mean, he he did it, though. Yeah, like, yeah, so they have a good combo. Yeah, I like that. And then also um, the DK point, I mean, seven receptions, He was he's the leading uh, receiver for the Denver game in terms of receptions, but only the 36 yards. And so, like, I love it. And I, I love DK trying to make that first guy miss or, you know, that massive stiff arm that he yeah. throws out there. It's awesome. It's fun to watch. But let's get him going down the sideline and use his height and let him go up and get it and all that stuff, right? Yeah, absolutely. I, like twice, two or three times a game, I would be mm-hmm. sending him deep. Just be like, hey, DK, this is all you. Yeah. I don't care if you're doubled. <laughs> go get it man right and he's because he's got that kind of talent you yeah know? and so um you know we'll see I, it's just it's only been one game yep. you know and i know we're all a little anxious to you know uh see us put up the big yards and everything but it, it'll come yeah and, i mean the biggest the most important thing is that we got to win first place in the division and uh we're defending the title this week yeah uh tyler lockett targeted four times in the denver game three catches for 28 so i mean you know, four targets, three catches. That's awesome. But we need more targets than four. Yeah. I mean, it, those are your two marquee guys right there. But, mm-hmm. you know, it did open up things for our tight ends that, I mean, we've always, we've been tight end heavy for like five, six years now. And mm-hmm. it's just great to see them actually, you know, using them. So both of them, you know, came on our show, got a touchdown. Hell yeah. I think, you know, it's not a coincidence. We talked about it. Yeah. You know, we're starting a trend here. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. Well, we got some other Seahawks coming on uh, that we're talking with right now and scheduling right now. And some of them are defenders, but I mean, they can score touchdowns, too, as you know, Lofa. So we're giving out touchdowns no matter who you are on this show. Yeah. Yeah. Just got to take the ball away from the offense. That's right. And then score. (laughs) Yeah, man. It happens. It happens. (laughs) We need to check in on our football team around here. okay? because we have a show fantasy team. The, the Believe Network has a fantasy football league, and our show has a team, but Lofa and I aren't going to run the team. So intern Justin is running the team for us. <laughs> Justin. <laughs> Justin. Who do you draft? Justin, pull up the microphone and we, fill us in on our team, man. First of all, what's our team name? Uh, well, right now I've just got it as Take 12, just to get the ball rolling. Okay, yeah. We can quickly change that. We can play around with uh, not super creative. Though. Well, we took Cooper Cup. Oh, okay, and, uh, so all right. We can easily play around with. Wait, that Cooper name, Cup huh? in the first round? Yeah, yeah, has he to was, be. Uh, I want to say second overall. We I took him. we had the second overall pick. That's right. Okay, how do you feel about Cooper Cup as the number two overall, Lofa? You like that? I mean, he'll get his numbers. Uh-huh. Yeah, I don't mind that one. Yeah, Derek County, Saquon Barkley. You know. Maybe next year mm-hmm. we all should sit down and talk about this, Justin. Yeah, Justin, are we in a PPR league or not? <laughs> oh yeah, it's PPR. Oh okay, that's all right. Okay. Then we'll get a all yeah. Right. Then we get the receptions. That's cool. Who yeah. else we got? Uh, well, we've got James Connor and Leonard Fournette. Ooh, two main Solid. backs. All right. Yeah. Yep. I like that. And then we've got Jalen Hurts under center, so a lot of rushing there. Okay. Sure. A lot of Don't rushing. try to sell me, Justin. I mean, yeah. you already took him, bro. What, what <laughs> round, what I know round who did they you are. take Jalen in? Um, did you reach for Jalen a little no, bit? No, by, by no means did we reach. That was seventh round. Okay. Okay. All Look right. at you. What was the strategy going into the draft, Justin? 
and I don't know, we, we, it was just more of a, a gut-based feeling. Yeah, like best available. <laughs> well, no, no, because you've got to have your own opinions aside from ESPNs. Right. So like, I came in with my own, like, okay, I like these guys. If I have to reach, maybe I will a little bit. Right. Darnell Mooney did not look good first game. Okay, so that was a bit of a stretch. Yeah, we, yeah. You'll yeah. take that one on the chin. Uh, right, okay. but hey... It's all uphill from here, you know. <laughs> it's all uphill? No, no, no. That's not how the <laughs> saying goes. <laughs> yeah. Like, no. It didn't give it's us all, any confidence. It's all up, Wait. It's all, all uphill? No. It's all, well, if you say it's all downhill from there, that's bad, too. If it's all uphill from here, it's bad. If it's all downhill from here, it's bad. How do you say we're, that in a we're positive way? From, we're, we're coasting from here on out. <laughs> nice Hopefully we, It's going to be a smooth ride. Hit cruise control from here? Yeah. Oh, no? I'm not really sure. It's smooth sailing. Well, Darnell can only go up. Okay, there I see is. what you're saying. We're basically we're at rock bottom. So we lost. So I'm assuming we lost. Well, he had yeah. one. Yeah. We, well, okay. We were down, or we were up by four heading into Monday night, uh, and then Rashad Penny got us. So yeah, oh, we were beaten by our own back. That's right. Oh no. That's a story all too familiar in my matchup with Brett. Oh. Well, we thank well you for there. that natural segue on our personal yeah. fantasy football side. Lofa and I play in the same league with all of our, our buds, and week one was a clash of the titans. It was the mighty sea chickens. That's my team name. <laughs> versus, versus Lofa's team name, which, Lofa, why don't you tell us your team name? I, dude, I'm in six fucking leagues. I don't even know <laughs> which one we're Your team about name right now. in our fantasy league is just the name that the fantasy website just gives you when you sign up for a team. You I'm never like changed it. I'm the fantasy football team? What am I? No, you're just your name's team. Oh. <laughs> Mo Ciola? Yeah. It's just Mo Ciola's team. That's yeah. it. He never changed it. It's just the default. That's- Didn't have to work. Didn't have to worry about trademark. And his logo, his logo in our league is just the generic like symbol of a football helmet. <laughs> I'm not a tech guy, bro. I need tech support. I love it. Anyway, uh, Lofa was supposed to win our game, and then Jerry Judy caught a touchdown pass. So I was also burned in our Monday. Or no, Lofa was burned in our Monday night game as well. I was up by like 30 points. It was like a guarantee. I mean, I can't say guarantee. It was an almost guarantee. <laughs> and then your boy catches like a 50-yard touchdown My pass. Boy. And if we just make the fucking tackle, man, like I'm – I'm laughing. Listen, five and zero. I was in all very five of my conflicted. I was so conflicted. That ball was in the air. I saw who was targeted. Kobe was right there, and of course, I was like, "Kobe, turn around, pick it off, let's go." Because Seahawk fandom comes first. But when yeah. it went through his hands and Judy scored, I was like, "Well, uh, I mean, at least I get this, the points." Hey, but this is also why Kobe's going to have a lot of interceptions because you know you're not supposed to look back, but you know the, he's a playmaker. Oh yeah, and it was just split second if he does. You know, he high points that and comes away with it. Yeah. But, but yeah, so I lost by one, what, 1. 1.4 points? 1. 1.4 points, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. Hey, Damn. much like the Seahawks, a win is a win, my friend. So you I know? went five and one, and I'm in six leagues. I went five and one uh, this week. Yeah. Oh. Well, you know, wait, listen. Point. When you Could run up against a buzzsaw, you know? A buzzsaw. Yeah. No, when, you wanna, when, when you run up against last year's champ, okay? I thought that was Katie. No. No, that was the year before. That was the year before, yeah. Producer Katie won two years ago. I won last year. Time flies when you're having fun. (laughs) 
We had to defend the the the, tro- the trophy. We had to defend. Hey, usually I auto draft. This is the first time I didn't auto draft in any of my leagues, and almost almost went perfect, six and zero uh, to start the season. Right, but you didn't. Uh, yeah, almost. <laughs> yeah, but 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 you didn't. Next topic. All right, next up, let's check in on our score prediction challenge brought to you by our friends at Simply Seattle. Simply Seattle. Simply Seattle. Go to shopsimplyseattle.com. Use the promo code TAKE12 for 12% off of anything at Simply Seattle, at shop.simplyseattle.com. Um, so checking in on this, you guys, we put up a post every game day. We ask you guys to predict the score of the Seahawk game, and if you nail it, or I guess whoever gets closest, you get a gift card from our friends at Simply Seattle. Lofa, nobody nailed it, as usual. I don't think we've ever had anyone nail it right on. I mean, that's pretty hard to do. We had someone come within a point, and Bride Dog promised, like, jerseys. <laughs> former intern hats. Brian, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there was a big promise by the former intern, he live on the jersey. air. Yeah, we promised to give out like some crazy expensive stuff. Yeah. I think we made Brian pay for it, though, which is fair. He was an unpaid intern. He needs to learn his lesson. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, all right. So we had, uh, let's see, we got 24-21, 27-24. Um, I mean, final score was 17-16, wasn't it? Yep. So, ooh, 16-14. Oh. On here, that's pretty close. They guessed 16-14 Hawks, and the final score was 17-16 Hawks. And both of those numbers are below, so that's Price is Right rules. Nah. Mm. We got 16 more weeks. Hold on. Okay, so I'll read you. Let's see. Oh, we're going to give anything away? Like, Well, just I'm just give- asking. I mean, should we give something away or not? Nobody yeah. nailed it. The closest one while still being under is 1614 Hawks sent in from an account called Hawk Bam. Are we I giving mean, but it? But you got to... You got to check the time on some of these. I mean, I know there's there's some people. There's been foul play. Some people jumping in after the game. And like, oh, oh no! Oh I, no! I got closest. No, this screenshot was sent to me before the game. That's how we okay. did it this time. So it's a screenshot. Uh, look at you guys. Yeah, you we're guys. getting professional here. We got basically here. I'll give you the. I'll tell you the ones that are the closest. Okay. Seventeen ten Hawks. That's pretty close, but it's not as close as sixteen fourteen. Mm-hmm. And then you got 2014 or you got 2017 Hawks. I think it's the 1614. 1614. Six, yeah. I think it's Hawk Bam. Yeah. Hawk Bam. Congratulations. You win a gift card from our friends at Simply Seattle. Go to shop.simplyseattle.com. Use promo code TAKE12 for, all, uh, for 12% off of anything. But Hawk Bam. You get a gift card. Everybody can enter the score prediction challenge every single game day on our social media. Um, speaking of sponsors, man, man, I'm just crushing it today. Look at this, Katie. Oh, you're on fire. Dude, I'm hosting all over the place, man. I'm hosting like it's my job. Let's pause for a quick word from our another sponsor, ButcherBox. Well, wasn't that a fun commercial from our friends at ButcherBox? Welcome back, everybody. Um, we were talking about score predictions, Lofa. Let's do some predictions for the game coming up from us. So this is for the Niners-Seahawks game. Uh, we need our score predictions. And then also, I have another uh, question that I have for you, but I'll, I'll ask you that after you give us your score prediction for the game this weekend. Ryan with the Hawks. Naturally. Naturally. And... Uh... You know, I think this is going to be similar to last week, low scoring. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I got us 
I'll say I'm going to go 17, and I think we hold them to 12. Ooh, I Some like field that. goals, maybe a safety. I don't know. I'll take but it. We need to thrive off turnovers. Yeah. And that's how we keep them down. A win's a win, man. You know, just ask my mm-hmm. fantasy team. It doesn't matter whether you win by 1.4 points or whether you win by 40 points. It all goes down as a W in the column, right? Yeah. Yep. So they say. Yeah. So just give us your matter. score, man. <laughs> well, you know I'm riding Gino and the Hawks. Just like you, I think it's going to be a low-scoring game. But I'll go a little bit more than you. I'm going to go Seahawks 20, San Francisco 19. <laughs> I thought you were going to come up with like a 15 or something. No, I think, I think we're riding that one-point game again, man. It's going to be close. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, it's going to be a close one. Here's my other question for you when it comes to predictions. Do you think we will see Jimmy G play quarterback on the field this weekend for any reason, whether it be injury or Trey Lance throws more balls into the dirt before they get to the receivers? Because I know it was in the rain, but it was kind of ugly. And if it gets ugly against your division rival, yeah, do they That's a make great a question. move? That's a great question because, I mean, there's, there's some kind of stat that teams that start 0-2 and, and they have like – I don't know what it is, but it's a horrible percentage of making the playoffs. Some and people would a, say it's all uphill from there. I know, I know, a guy that would say that. <laughs> um, and so, you know, I don't know, you know how how long they wait if if things go horribly to start. Mm-hmm. You know, I would imagine it would have to be several turnovers, and they go into the half and. Um, you know, if the game's out of reach, I think they leave him in there. Like, Hey, all right, we're just, we're riding with our guy. Let's go. And, but if, if it's a one or two possession game and he's had three turnovers in that first half, yeah, I think we could see a, a Jimmy G appearance. Okay. So am I putting you down for an official yes or a no? Well, it depends on how it goes. I, uh, come on though. There's a prediction, like looking at oh, your prediction? crystal ball. I'm going to go, no, okay. we will not see Jimmy G. We got to talk a little bit of defense. I saved the best for last. Um, bad news, though, the injury to Jamal Adams, we talked about it on the last episode briefly, but obviously looks like he's not going to be able to go, maybe missing some time. Are they scrambling over there? Did it change the entire game plan? And what should we be looking for as we watch this game as Seahawks fans for how our defense is dealing with Trey Lance and all of the weapons they have? And how is it probably different than if we had Jamal? Yeah, you know, I don't think the game plan changes that much. You know, um, just whoever we play in there. I mean, we're not expecting them to be Jamal. but. You know they'll 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 still come on some blitzes, but probably not as many. I okay. think that's that's really kind of where you'll see the change. Probably send Brooks a little more on some pressures, or even Barton from that inside backer position. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, I, I thought the defense looked really good in that second half. Yeah. So um, you know, encouraged by it. And now, you know, they're going to have a whole week together of preparation. So um, yeah, man, excited to see you know what what happens and yeah. you know how we go forward, but. It, man, it sucks. I know all too well about injuries. And, you know, Jamal, since he got here, man, he's been even even his first year when he had those, you know, 10, 11 sacks or whatever it was. I mean, he had uh, 
the the elbow cast yeah. it up. Yeah. Missed some time with like a groin or a hamstring, but but that did show us. Uh, you know, Neil got some time in there, and I think he had like a turnover every game that he was in there. So mm-hmm. um, hopefully, we get more turnovers uh, right now. Well, w- one thing is for sure: whether Jamal's in there or not, or whoever is in there, I just don't want to see us. You know, dropping back and playing soft and not going after it. I mean, we you, you got to keep sending whoever you're sending because it was working. You, you got to help out that secondary on the back end by just like getting to quarterbacks. And I just I just want to see us still flying in there. You know, even if Jamal's yeah. not there, like just let's stay the course and and continue to be aggressive because we can bend and don't break, but not the whole game long. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah, we got extremely so, lucky with those turnovers. Yeah. I mean, let's get after them. They'll give credit where it's due. Yeah, sure. Nuosu, uh, defensive player of the week. Oh That's yeah, pretty yeah, shout out. Pretty good way to start your uh, you know your career in a new city. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, you know you, we we got to limit some of those yards that we've been giving up. Let's get out of here. That's it for us, everybody. Enjoy the game this weekend. Ooh, contest time. We got to give away some tickets, Lofa. Yeah, we do. We're the only podcast on the internet that gives away weekly Seahawks tickets, whether they are home or away. So if you want to go on down to Santa Clara and watch the Seahawks, we got tickets for you guys, but you got to win them. And the way that you win them (laughs) is is from Lofa giving out a movie quote on a football podcast. (laughs) And then you guys telling us what movie it comes from. And then we'll put you in the drawing to win the tickets. So, Lofa, what do you got for us this week? Well, you know, just like this game, we don't know what to expect, man. And so this quote, I want to see who can get this one, uh, not knowing what to expect. Okay. It's a police detective, and he says... Too many hints. Like a blind man in an orgy, I was going to have to feel things out. You've been listening to Robert Griffin the third or what? <laughs> oh man. Do you know that one? <laughs> too many mentions of orgies lately in too many places. <laughs> There's too many MF just, and orgies in this MF and football season. I was just relating to the unknowns. Oh, right? I love it, man. If you guys know what movie that is or what it's from or whatever, hit us up on social media and let us know. We'll put this clip out there. You guys hit us up. Or email us, seahawkspod at gmail.com. We'll enter you in the running and give away the tickets. Remember, the game is in Santa Clara this weekend, so if you want to go, you got to be there. Or if you know someone who lives there who's a Seahawk fan, tell them to listen to this show and get in touch with us immediately because they could go to the game for free, courtesy of our partner, epicseats.com. Remember, when you're buying or selling tickets... Do it on EpicSeats.com and mention the Take 12 podcast for an extra $12 per ticket when you're selling or 12% off when you're buying more than 100 bucks. What a deal. Man. Steal. Pretty sweet from James at EpicSeats.com. Um, all right. Now we're officially out of here, Lofa. Give me seats. What a guy. Hands up. It's good hey, practice today. you gave today. us, Yeah. You gave us the the speech last time, and it worked. Good sesh today, guys. Really good sesh. I like what I saw out of everybody. Everybody hustling around, people making plays, people flying to the ball. 
You know what else I liked? I saw a couple drop balls out there, but I saw those guys come right back up on the field and try to do better. Because you never give up, right, guys? You never give up! Ever. And even when you're 1-0, you never okay. rest. Because 1-0 just means that next week you got to go 1-0 again so you can go 2-0. Are you with me? <laughs> I'm with you. Switching arms again. It's a long one. 2-0 three two and oh on me one two three two and oh two and oh thank you for listening to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform check us out at believe.com and search for b-l-e-a-v on youtube